If it's not the goat, then they're full of sheep. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! It's time for Sports Chat with Dave Schultz on 103.3 The Goat. Oh, hi, I'm Hollywood Steve. You caught me relaxing in my music nook. From 1976 to 1984, the radio airwaves were dominated by really smooth music, also known as yacht rock. These yacht rockers docked a remarkable fleet of number one hits, and every song has a story behind it. Let me tell you one. All right, Dave Schultz back live at SEC Media Days, powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance Division of Hub International. It is a Yacht Rock Wednesday sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. As we mentioned before, at the beginning of the show, we're going to kind of play this one by ear. We were hoping our next guest would come by at the right time. I, I would think he was stalking me, but maybe it's just <laughs> more like of a long, <laughs> along the lines of being uh, lucky. We'll play the Takeo Spikes interview uh, a little bit later, but we have uh, from the SEC Network uh, and ESPN Radio, we have Ryan McGee. He's got a new baseball book out. We're going to talk about that a little bit as well. Welcome to the Circus of Baseball, a story of the perfect summer at the perfect ballpark at the perfect time and he even autographed it for me i was a little fanboy yeah, i was glad you I, I i i never say no one ever asked me to do that so you <laughs> asked and i said thank you i said thank you. you've been really kind though and i know you know with roots in the game and you love minor league baseball so much and when you posted the picture the other day of you and the legend the legendary the hall of fame he's like in three hall of fames curb Lumi. It, it was uh that picture made, made me so happy so thank you for doing that i appreciate that all right your assessment so far first of all what is your, I mean, I think Nick Saban caused a major scandal. <laughs> uh, I think it, it is the story of the SEC media day so far. Carrot cake is awful. Yeah, There's no awful. reason I need to make vegetables part of my dessert. It was funny, too, because uh, <laughs> I was, so we had just had him. We had him, you know, they do this kind of car wash schedule. Right. And he had been, you know, right off Radio Row here, Marty and I had this ridiculous set. And we we're doing our talking season specials for SEC Network for August like we always do. And say so we had Saban first. Like, he got here. Did our thing, which is great having them first because now they're not beat down. But then we get done with him, and we went up to the SEC Network office to get lunch. And his presser's on in the background. And literally, Marty and I are just we're throwing down food. We only got like 10 minutes to eat. And our heads both popped up. And I looked at Marty. He looked at me, and Marty goes, did he just say carrot cake? <laughs> and it just kind of happened you know, in the background. And so, yeah, no, no, it's uh, – that's – Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't – you know, I, far be it for me to – Disagree with the goat. I'll disagree. With yeah, but yes. but it's um, yes, on the yes. goat. But the uh, but yeah, but it's uh, that was awful. Yeah, he can win twenty five more championships. 
go down his history yeah. in the greatest football coach, he's wrong when it comes to cake. I will walk past 17 carrot cakes to get to anything else, <laughs> yeah. like on Thanksgiving. You, you yeah. know what? I will not have cake yeah. if yeah. carrot cake is my choice. <laughs> I'm going to pass on the cake. When I was a kid, I was, like, I was the one that would scrape the icing off of it. You know, mom, every now and then, like, you have the, the crazy aunt that would pull it out. Mom's like, you have to eat this. Right. And because uh, your aunt, you know, whatever made it, and I, and, but I would just like scrape the ice on, mash it down, and spread it out, you know, make it look like you ate some of it. But yeah, sorry, coach. Yeah, but otherwise, um, he was making a good story. I don't know how much I believe the story, but it's a nice story about how uh, you got to wait for the cake to cook properly, or else yeah. it's mush. Whatever. And he and he's using that uh, to get tell us that patient when it comes to his quarterback uh, competition. It's a, it's a long walk for an analogy. <laughs> Coaches are usually a little more a little more succinct than that. But no, it's, but it's you know it's interesting because. That's kind of the theme of the theme of these media days. Um, now that we got what one day left, half day left, is kind of been that. Like, what's your mentality? What's your thought process? What's your evolution? And the reason is because, and Stoops is one that said it to us from Kentucky earlier today. He said, you know, he said a year ago, he said it was, well, what is this going to be like? Because NIL was still new, or transfer portal was still new, and there weren't any rules, and expansions happening, and what are we going to do with that, and whatever else. And now we kind of sitting in it. Now we kind of know. All right, right. you know, and it's going to change. Congress is going to do whatever sure. they're going to do. But 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 now we kind of know. All right, this is what this is, and and these are the rules that we have, or rules that we don't have. And so, a lot of what the conversations that Marty and I've been having with the coaches are about that. About Evolution, you know, evolution as a team, as a program, the way you evolution you really recruit, but really for the coaches, it's their evolution of how do they handle their players. And the reality is, football players are still football players, but but now they just have other opportunities, tunnels, whatever that they can take. And so, yeah, I, to me, that's been fascinating. All that being said, terrible analogy. Like I just, you, know, <laughs> you, you, you think he tried to come up with cake. a story? Any cake oh. it would, would have been that analogy would have worked, but carrot cake was the worst. <laughs> We're talking to Ryan McGee, author of Welcome to the Circus of Baseball, also uh, SEC Network and ESPN Radio. I always felt bad. You and Marty are starting to do your show. You're getting all psyched up, and I'm going to Orange Theory. Yeah, no, it, I'm, I'm no, going to no, sweat no, no, for no. an hour. No, you're our people, man. <laughs> what we always say is. We are the show for the dads going to get the donuts, right? Because on Saturday, I don't know how it was here, but Saturday morning, it's like, you know, dad's been at work all week, and now, you know what, dad's job is to go get breakfast, so he goes and gets the donuts. So that's going, getting the donuts or taking the kids to their travel baseball game right. or going to Orange Theory. Yeah, I'm just, well, you know what, and, uh, and I appreciate you even going to Orange Theory at all. Well, so you, you got we're at that age. That we got <laughs> we got to put in the work. I, I go to the gym on the way home from the show. We do the show, and I go to the gym on the way. My family sleeps through the show. My family, my family, I could go on my show for three hours on a Saturday morning. We're, we're a sleep-late family. My family. Oh, okay. My friends think it's so funny I do a morning show because I'm not sure. a morning person. Uh, when I do my show, I could talk about my, I could badmouth my wife and daughter for three hours. They'd have no idea because they don't listen to the show. But then on the way home, they're still asleep. I go to the gym. I get home at 11, I bring in the, the donuts. Oh, there you go. And there you go. There Wake you go. Up. Usually they're name dropping on who they had dinner with the <laughs> night before. <laughs> right. In some college town. Yeah, yeah. In Tuscaloosa yeah. or oh, yeah. Baton Rouge. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually what it is. Well, we're on the road in the fall, man. It's crazy because my, my daughter refers to me as, like, Marty's famous. Like, my, like Marty... Marty Smith has a very distinctive look, voice, you know, energy about him. Tight jeans. He can, even if you don't know what he does or who he is, when he goes to the airport, you're like, nah, who the hell's that guy? You right. can tell he's something. My daughter refers to me as contextually recognizable. <laughs> so, like, if we don't, I know you. Yeah, exactly. If we're in, if, if everyone knows that we're doing Marty McGee and SEC Nation for Mississippi State, Arkansas, and we're in Starkville on a Friday night, 
you know, downtown eating dinner, people ha might have an idea that it's me. Yeah, so my daughter, for contextually recognizable. I could go back there the next week and nobody have any idea. Well, coming through here, we're, we're finishing up last night, yeah. right? And then yeah. that Nate Bargatze yeah. just walked through. I go, Nate? Yeah. I had just seen his yeah. Netflix special. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm surprised I, I got his name. Here. We try, we've been trying to get him on the show. He's the world's only Vanderbilt fan. <laughs> right. And so right. uh, a Vanderbilt right. football fan. Right. So, so we're, we were trying to get him on Marty McGee. Right. We, came to, we came to Nashville for the Vandy Wake Forest game, what, week two last year. We're both undefeated. Had no idea Wake Forest was going to be as good as they were, but they were both undefeated. But we tried to get in on the show, and, of course, he was doing a sold-out show wherever. in L.A. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with uh, Ryan McGee. We'll get to his book here momentarily. You've seen the SEC Media Days grow over the last decade. We're going to Dallas yeah. next year. It's gonna. We're all going to try and get tickets to the Major League All-Star game. Yeah. Same, same time. Like same time, right? Same time, yeah. same city. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you make of Texas and Oklahoma coming in here? Does, does Texas and Oklahoma... They are Texas, Oklahoma, yeah, all right? Sure. We don't want to, you know, besmirch them, at least yeah, not yet. Yeah. A&M is a different story. Right. Uh, do they know what they're getting into? Um, I don't think so. Oh, really? And, and, and I, and I, I, but I don't worry about them. Like, I, right. I, think that, I think Oklahoma is a really, really good fit. You know, I, I've been saying this all along. I, I think that your hardcore SEC audience that really just watches SEC football, that love 2020 because it was just an all-conference schedule, they're going to love Norman. Norman is a great place to watch college football game. And to me, it's a it's a top, certainly a top ten, maybe a top five all-time program in Oklahoma. And when you go there, you realize it because you see the banners and you see the statues of all the Heisman Trophy winners lined up along the along the stadium. It is, and it's a smart crowd. I compare it to, like, if you ever go to, like, a St. Louis Cardinals game, you know, St. Louis Cardinals crowd, they will, they will stand up and applaud a solid sacrifice bunt. <laughs> because they understand the game. Right. When you go to a Oklahoma game, they get it. Like they will applaud things that maybe they won't in others. They don't just chase the ball, you know. And so I, I think, it, and, and I like the fact that, and Greg Sankey said this, and I didn't believe him when I looked it up. They only expanded the footprint by like 90 miles. You know, it, it, they went a little bit west. That was it. Right. As opposed right. to, you know, I was in LA. <laughs> I was in LA. I was in LA in May. My wife got her master's, and and, and her graduation was right there on the USC campus. And, uh, and this guy, I'm standing away to go into my wife's graduation, and then all of a sudden this guy goes, hey, are you ESPN guy? I turn around, yeah, and he was head-to-toe Trojans. wearing the, right. the, And he goes, what the hell are we doing? I go, <laughs> I was like, enjoy Piscataway, brother. You know? but, so, and I get it, the money's the money and survival, survival, but, but, but geographically it makes sense. But I, but I say all that to say, I think you know, Austin, as you know, is an amazing place. It is. Um, but they kind of do their own thing. I think I think the learning curve for Texas as a culture is going to be tougher. Right. You know, people talk about UNC Chapel Hill joining the SEC one day, and what I say all the time is, and USC is going to go through this. There are certain schools that the conferences run through, and the ACC has always kind of run through Chapel Hill. You know, the Pac-12 has always kind of run through USC. The Big 12, Southwest Conference, pick your conference, has always kind of run through Austin. It's going to be hard for them to sit in those meetings because their vote counts the same as everyone else's. And the reality is they ain't Alabama because Alabama's that school here. And just like Ohio State, Michigan is that, the, the school. So it, the learning curve for them is going to be the, – the, the, the ego check is going to be bigger for Texas, I think, than it is for Oklahoma. Talking to Ryan McGee here on a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat, 103.3 The Goat. He is the author of Welcome to the Circus of Baseball, a story of perfect summer, perfect ballpark at the perfect time. I hadn't gotten into it when you came on the show when it first came out. So I, too, was at that 1993 
winter oh, baseball man. meetings. I got grinded. fired by the people in Victorville. They're the ones who <laughs> ran it. But this, I went around the, I went the whole country. Yeah. I worked the Arizona Arizona State ball game. Yeah. Forty-five degrees. A production assistant runner for ABC. I'm guessing Teddy Bruschi played yeah. uh, in that football game. I then drove to Kansas. I drove through Winslow, Arizona. I didn't realize that was a real place, but it is. It is. Uh, I got pulled over because it's the same city. I was in no man's land. I'd yeah. never been in no man's oh, yeah, land. Yeah. It's western Kansas, western yeah. Oklahoma, and it's the same town, right? The silo on the on the left, oh, yeah. right? You got one or two lights, train tracks, and a and a rest stop or yeah. a gas station, and then you you so you're, like, you're like I just thought this was in the movies, right? Right. right. And here we and are. Every yeah. town is the exact yeah, same. Yeah. And yeah. when you pull out to to speed up again, right. I sped up too soon. Cop pulls me over, said my license was suspended. I said I haven't gotten a ticket all year, and honestly, I didn't. I had gotten a ticket the year before in Wichita and forgot about it. Some wow. Late, so he's like, I could, I could. Did you go to jail? That's what he said. I said I could arrest you. It's two ladies, officer, officer. There's a guy in his pickup truck shooting off a shotgun. <laughs> he turns around to me. He goes. Lucky night. Slow down. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. How about that? I ended up in the Atlanta. I ended up at the Atlanta yeah. winter meeting. You and I. You and I were on the same schedule then, because that that same that fall of '93. I was talking to Jack Arood about this. How rude of you not to say hello to me at the 1993 meeting? I know. Well, well, I went that with that same. Thing. I was. I did a lot of. I did a lot of uh, runner work for ABC. Oh, okay. So, yes. Because my, my dad was a, as I said was a college football referee. Right. He worked the kickoff classic uh, at. Uh, he worked the kickoff classic at the Meadowlands Labor Day weekend, and it was USC and Penn. No, no, it was Kansas. It was Kansas, Florida State. Seven million degrees. <laughs> Hottest I've ever been in my life. And, and so, so I remember I was, I, was, I was in the press box at the old Meadowlands. I'm doing stats uh, for ABC and getting screamed at by Bob Woodruff, who's a legendary <laughs> ABC guy. And I still have my credentials. And so I recently got all – every credential I ever had, I still have. And I framed a bunch of credentials to put on the wall. I took a picture of it. And the, the the kickoff classic ABC it said Brian McGee, ABC. <laughs> I think they pay like thirty bucks or right, whatever, right. a T-shirt. And we got said, a hotel room. It said Brian McGee ABC TV, and I posted a picture of it. And a friend, dear friend of mine in Alpine Speedway, called. He goes, "Dude, that's my handwriting." I go, "He goes, I spelled your name wrong." Is <laughs> <laughs> I found the guy, you know, thirty years later. But that's man, awesome. Yeah, but you and I, so we're both running for ABC yes, football. Yes. Yes. And then we both went we, to the winter meetings. We, we got. We yeah. got. We got Bob Greasy lost in Ann Arbor. Oh. They, they were take take him to the athletic department, yeah. right, to talk to the coaches. Yeah. These two these two roads intersect. These two roads didn't intersect. No. One went over the other, no. but by the time we went around the third time, Bob was like, I know where we're going. Yeah. Follow me. So, so years later, so the same guys that, that worked that game would work the Indy 500 for ABC. And, you know, ABC and the Indy 500 was the longest marriage of an event right. network other than the Masters of CBS, and it ended a few years ago. And so I wrote a huge story for ESPN.com and wrote a big thing for TV about the last Indy 500 on ABC. And I went around and interviewed Bob Goodrich and all these guys that worked on those crews. And Goodrich, he, I learned, I learned how to cuss from Eddie Murphy cassette tapes and from Bob Goodrich, the legendary ABC director, in my ear screaming at me because I weren't doing my stats fast enough right. you know, during the game. I just had to fact check the stats coming from the press box. And so uh, uh, years later, I interviewed him. And I said, yeah, I said, you know, I said, he said, I ever worked with you? I said, well, this one time, da, 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 da. He goes, oh, my God, you were awful. <laughs> I'm like, so there you go. 30 years later, my, my reputation uh, proceeded. So, but, no, well, but, 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 I, but the winter meetings were, I mean, that's how the book starts. And, and it's, um, but, well, you know, it was kind of a special window 
And, and you know this this book is about it. We, we could all write them. You know, and, and I'm right, to, right. Everybody's everywhere. And, and my, my biggest concern was doing right by the people who who continue and have made their living in minor league baseball, like our buddy Kurt Bloom. And it's uh, but but it, yes, it's about me, and it's about a specific summer and a specific ballpark. But it's really a love letter to minor league baseball. So when when did you realize that? <laughs> like Colin Cowherd realized fast, this doesn't pay nearly as much. Yeah. Uh, until I get way up high. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, i tell you what happened was, number one, I had a southern accent, so no one was going to put me on the radio. Okay. Um, I, I want to be a radio play-by-play guy. I went to work for the tourists because they're the only ones that offered me a job, really. And I had an interview with ESPN right out of college and bombed my interview so badly that they took – I remember the legendary Al Jaffe was the was – Yeah. The, and Al looked at me. And he goes, listen, he goes, here's the deal. The interview was awful. I asked me all these hockey questions and AFC West. And so at the end of the interview, he saw right in the book, he said to me, he said, if you don't hear from us within a year from today, <laughs> and it was like August 19th, if you don't hear from us a year from today, then we're never calling. Because he would rank you based on your interview. Right. Because I keep a list of 100, and, and I watched him flip like three pages of paper and write my name down. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> but they call me. I still hold a record, 362 days. I, I was finishing up my summer with the tourists, and they called, and they said they started ESPN2, and they're like, oh, we have a PA job open. Wow. And so I moved to Connecticut. Yeah. I've been with ESPN ever since. So there's a thing, the difference between listening to somebody and hearing somebody. Yeah. I did the same interview with Al Jaffe. Yeah. All right. How my, was that? My questions were the NFC Central. Yeah. I nailed it. Oh, I, I, I did not. But he made it very clear this was a production. Yeah. Job, not an on-air position. No, he asked right? me. He asked me the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> how how you and I have never talked about this. We live the same life. So I, I said, I, he told me that day. He said, "No, what do you want to do?" I said, "Well, da, 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 da. He goes, "Well, you need without me saying anything." Right. He said, "What you need to understand is this does not lead to being on air." So our, which it does. Our retired, and I, and I took a really weird. No, no one could follow the path I followed. You know, right. I started in the production. I was a producer and a feature producer and all stuff. Left ESPN, wrote for the magazine, came back, and, and, and eventually started doing TV. But when Al Jaffe, the legendary Al Jaffe, an original 1979 employee, he retired several years ago. And I called him to wish him luck, you know, his retirement. Right. And he said, well, you need to know two things. He said, number one, you will always hold the record for longest time between interview and hire because no one else went 362 days and I'm retiring. <laughs> he's like, he's like at number two. He said, he said uh, you also have disproved everything I told everyone about. You're never going to be on TV because he retired about the time we started doing Marty McGee on right, TV. Right. So, yeah, it was uh, – but, yeah, but, yeah I, but, uh, you and I have so, lived – Same question, right? Yeah. It's, an, it's, an, uh, it's not an on-air yeah. position, yeah. right? And I understood him. I heard yeah. what he said, except they were starting ESPN Radio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, I gave yeah. him a college tape. Guess how far my interview went after that. All done. Exactly. He said this yeah. is not an on-air position. Right. I gave him an on-air tape. Right, right, right. In the interview. Thanks for coming in, Mr. Schultz. <laughs> Paid your own way up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And my interview was, I wrote it, I write it, this is the Welcome to Circus Baseball. My interview went so badly that there was an old, there was a Radisson Hotel across the street. I went across the street, got in the swimming pool, and cried. Because, <laughs> and, I, and I got in the pool because I, if I cry in the pool, right. no one's going to realize I'm crying. And because it, it, it went, so, I mean, it, I was like, "That's it, that's it." Because you know, there's a feeling when you got on that campus, and we're talking about the mid '90s. I mean, this is this is Dan Patrick. Yes, Keith this yes. Is, this, and I, I got on that. I got on that campus. And I thought, I never forget. I was sitting there in the lobby, the same woman you see in the old Sports Center ads, who who was the receptionist. And I remember sitting there, and she said, just have a seat. They'll come get you for your interview or whatever. I don't forget Charlie Steiner walked through the lobby. Tom Jackson walked through. I thought I was going to pass <laughs> out. And I'm sitting there with a coat and tie, 
And, uh, and Charlie Steiner now, the voice of the Dodgers, and, and Steiner walked through, and he goes, is there a funeral here today I don't know about? It just kept walking. I was like, <laughs> like this is going great. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. is right. Uh, it, it was not good. A quick story. I told Bill Hancock this first year in baseball was Wichita, Kansas. We had to hide it, or take cover, not hide. We yeah. took cover in uh, the umpire's clubhouse because well, underneath Lawrence Sumon Stadium, that was really secure. Right, all right, all times right. All right. I was in that. I was uh, taking cover in the clubhouse with Kevin Trainer. Really? Associate AD of Arkansas. That's amazing. He was an intern for the National Baseball Congress That's, World Series. And the, the, and the cool, my favorite part of writing the book has been all of the people that, like you, like that I did not know their background who have reached out to me and said, I was an intern for the Mud Hens. I was an intern for the Sacramento whatever. I was an intern for, you know, it, it, that's, that's been the, 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 the most fun. And people who have, like, great positions, you know, in well, sports. And, and, and also people who were smart enough to quit and became, like, you know, you know VP of Merrill Lynch or whatever. Well, I, and I told you this, right, the, the people running the show in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is Gillian Zucker, who's now the president of the Los Angeles Clippers. So, so when you go out there, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> so you you probably appreciate it in the book. I kept referring to it as like Jobs in Baseball Inc. That's what Baseball it was. Jobs yes. America. Yes. I kept, but I kept, I kept, I couldn't remember the names. So I kept using all these different words. Right. Yeah. But it, right. either way, it, they. Uh, I got a hundred dollar a week job, and and now I wrote a book about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's Ryan. God bless America. Exactly. Welcome to the Circus of Baseball. Thanks very much for hopping on. I know I grabbed you. Oh no no no. As you were walking by. It's great. No no. Uh, you, you're the best. And, and again. I appreciate the kind words about the book, and it's, uh, you know, I took it very personally. I wanted to make sure I did right by the people who, yeah, absolutely who love the game. I'm so. still waiting to hear about the tarp bowls, because that's always a thing. Oh, yeah. Well, got <laughs> Cincinnati the other night got run over with a tarp. Oh, good. And everybody on Twitter is like, hey, McGee, this actually happened. I'm, no, no, I wrote it in the book. <laughs> that tarp closes over you, and you think, I'm going to be entombed yes. in this field yeah, because be I'm not going to get out of here. It can be yeah. dangerous. All yeah. right. Thank you, sir. All right, buddy. I really yes, appreciate sir. your time. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Let's take a time out, Lyndon. That went longer. We will uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, we will play Takeo Spikes. It's Dave Schultz live at SEC Media Days on uh, 103.3 The Goat. What I want. If it's not the goat, then they're full of sheep. Uh. 103.3 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Hey, just stop by to say hello, and my gosh, look how busy it is in here. How'd you get all these customers? Yeah, this month has been a record breaker. You know, for a long time, we had decent business coming in by word of mouth, but we weren't growing. Lately, though, a lot of folks have been finding us online, and that's made all the difference. That's terrific. I wish I could figure out how to do that with my shop, but I have no idea where to start. Just do what I did. It's not as hard as you think. Go to mylocalcustomers.com to see exactly how many searches there are for businesses just like yours. Okay, then what? Well, if you see there are a good number of clients searching in our area, you'll also get some suggestions for the best way to get their attention. Do you think there are a lot of people searching for my business? Only one way to find out. Go to mylocalcustomers.com. It's quick, easy, and free. Go to mylocalcustomers.com for a free local customer analysis that will show you how many customers are searching online for your type of business. It's quick, easy, and free. Visit mylocalcustomers.com. That's mylocalcustomers.com. Before I was adopted... I felt alone. I felt nervous that I wouldn't have a family. I was getting older and older. I didn't think I was going to get adopted. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Lexi, Connor, and Lashona now have a forever family and the foundation for a bright future. When I was adopted, it was like, wow. 
I get to settle, and this is permanent. After I was adopted, I felt happy. Adoption changed me for the better. I feel like I can be whoever I want to be. Every child deserves a safe, loving, and permanent home. Help the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption find forever families for children who have been lingering in foster care the longest. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the LHSAA, are the 110,000 high school sports students in Louisiana. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. Every second counts in a poison emergency. That's why Poison Help is standing by 24-7 to provide free assistance in over 100 languages. Save Poison Help as a contact in your phone today. Poison Help. 1-800-222-1222. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I'm going to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 103.3 The Goat. Boy, we could have done that for a whole hour, couldn't we have, Lyndon? Yeah, that was outstanding. It sounded like you were in your sweet spot, in your honey hole. That was awesome. I literally had a good interview. He's not kidding you. When you got one of those production assistant interviews with ESPN, and I got it after college, so this may have been in between baseball jobs like after the 1992 season i finally got an interview there and the interview went great i literally like he said he saw charlie steiner tom jackson rolled on through the interview went as well as it could go until he said i just want you to know this is a production job it's not an on-air job i understand sir he's like is there anything else i'm like yes here is a cassette tape of my radio on-air tape and <laughs> you know what i mean that's where you got to be listening, Lyndon. And you know what? That's not the time to bring out the tape. I could have. Who knows what my life would have been like if I'd gotten that job? I, we, I might not have met you. I, my life, my life could have been completely different. I. That whole thing is not true when he says this. Is, it's a production job for that, but the people who do the production jobs get the on-air jobs. Yeah. That's what happens. So, uh, you know, eventually, you know, you move on and you get the on-air job. So you work your way up. Uh, no, it was, yeah, but it was outstanding. I, I really appreciate it. He was literally just walking by. I said, hey, you got a minute? He's like, yeah. He gave us 20. So That's awesome. I, I thought that was great. All right, so let's take a timeout. We still have Takeo Spikes from the SEC Network, former Auburn Tiger, former Bengal. And then we got Josh Neighbors from Locked On Razorbacks and 103.7 The Buzz talking expectations for Sam Pittman's uh, football team. We're going back still to Still a little bit to go on a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat. Dave Schultz live from SEC Media Days, powered by Dwight Andrus Insurance, Division of Hub International, and Lafayette Roofing on 103.3 The Goat.
download the free 1033 The Goat app now. Right now. You've got mail and the very latest sports news now. Did he say what I think he said? 1033 The Goat. Hi, we're Comparing Insurance Agency. Right now you're thinking, Comparing? Never heard of them. We know. We also know that you have no idea that comparing insurance agents are local and provide expert advice. So to help it stick, we're going to say local agent four times in the next 15 seconds. Ready? Go. Our local agents know you and your community. Our local agents offer insurance from top carriers. Our local agents have minty fresh breath. Find us at ComparingInsurance.com. Comparing Insurance Agency. Local agents. Expert advice. And there's number four. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I want to share with you the experience of Donna in Washington. She writes, I got injured about five years ago. I was let go when, because of the injury, I couldn't keep up with my schedule. I've tried to find other work, but I'm 68 now. No one wants to hire someone that old. This week is tough, though, because I had to get my tooth fixed. So I only have $10 in my checking account. But it will be okay. I at least have food because of this pantry. Millions of people face hunger. Some every day, just like Donna. The Feeding America network of food banks helps provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Schultz back at SEC Media Days on a Yacht Rock Wednesday edition of Sports Chat. 103.3 The Goat, powered by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International. We're here with the SEC Network's Takeo Spikes. Uh, Takeo, your thoughts just overall on SEC Media Days as we are, you know, more than halfway through it. 
It's real. Yeah. Listen, it's real, bunch of information. But it's good, though. It's always good to not only have the coaches to come by to give their perspective, but to bring a few of the guys to kind of hear what they're talking about, what are their goals, and, and what they aspire to accomplish within this next month. Because it's about to ramp up. To me, I, I feel like media week is like the first signs of like, okay, I only have a few more weeks of just like really doing what I got to do to kill time. And after that, I am locked in to SEC football. Does it feel like some coaches enjoy it and others maybe it's old habit? They, it's not their favorite thing to do. We don't need to name names. Coach David. <laughs> you, you know what it is? It's, um, I understand it from both sides just because you, you're, you're put in front of a bunch of media and you're scrutinized and everybody's picking at what you're saying. But this is the greatest conference in the world, so get over it. Like, the reason why people have so much interest is because everybody is here and they want to pump out information and, and, and to appease their fan base. So uh, it's a little give and take on both sides. But like I said, I love it. I, I, I love it. Gives an opportunity to, to share your opinions. You go deep, you find out information, and then you're able to convey that to your local fan base or just even everybody as a whole who is looking to get more information. Talking with the SEC Network's Takeo Spice, there have been some really impressive young men. Jaden Crumney is engaged, Luke Deal from Auburn, already uh, married, and Eli McAllister is going for his Ph.D. I mean, he's really taking advantage of that student-athlete thing, which is really cool. So it is a good chance to meet some guys that may be not the biggest stars in the conference, yeah. but someone's the, the, the kids who are really impressive uh, coming here and maybe doing something that they're not necessarily comfortable with. Wait, it, you know what? The, I, the biggest takeaway from that is I think everybody else who's not inside of a locker room, that's the first opportunity that you really get a chance to see is, is bigger than athletics. Like, even though they're kids that's playing a game and they're part of that 1%, but they're people too. Like, they have regular day lives. They put on their pants the same way everybody else do. And they have the same problem that we everybody else have. You got guys who are married. You got guys who have kids. You got guys who are going for PhDs because they realize education is the way for me in order for, to set my family up to have generational wealth. So. I love it. The more exposure that you get, it, it provides a different perspective. Let's talk a little uh, LSU Tigers. They may have arrived a little bit too soon. All right. They raised expectations, winning the division uh, and playing Georgia for the uh, SEC championship game. Obviously, Georgia's really good, so coming up short is it's okay. Uh, but they're expected to go back again, and a big part of that is Jaden Daniels returning. Yeah, I, I, I really like Jaden Daniels. And... Um, the thing that I appreciate when I went back to do my homework, he's one of only quarterbacks, one of five to amass, ever to amass 3,500 total yards and 25 plus touchdowns. And when I look at the body of work, what he did last year, he wasn't even clicking on all cylinders. It didn't happen for him until the end of the year. So the second year in the system, second year with the same offensive coordinator, same head coach, the messaging is going to be the same. But the beautiful thing that I cannot wait to see is how do you continue to, to progress in the passing game? At the end of the year, I distinctively saw him recognize, I don't have to wait until my receiver is open before I throw it. I'm going to throw him open. And so that's the maturation part of the game. 
that Coach Kelly talked about, and I think he's going to take leaps and bounds when it comes to that area of the passing game. All right, before we get to Hugh Freeze and the new era of Auburn Tigers football, let's talk a little Cadillac Williams. I'm not sure I saw anybody enjoy college football as much as I saw Cadillac. I think he actually lost a ball game one time, but he was still having the most fun of everybody. I thought he was the biggest winner of college football that weekend, and then he ends up winning a big game uh, at the end. What was it like watching Cadillac Williams coach the Auburn Tigers? I mean, it's, it's special to me because several reasons. One, we both went to Auburn. Two, I have a personal relationship but maybe number three, which is, should be number one, is we talked about more than an athlete. This guy is a leader of men. And he made it a point to make sure that not only him, his staff, but the players never lost sight or lose sight of, man, this is a game that we are part of the 1% that plays it. And so regardless of whatever the outcome may be, don't worry about winning and losing. But I want all of your effort, and you do it for these reasons. The Auburn people, you do it because of the commitment that you made to, to come here as a player and everything else to take care of itself. And they actually played well up under Cadillac. And so, and, it, and, and the results show when they have a higher request for season tickets coming up this year. So, I, I mean, I'm excited about that, but it goes to show you the fan base you know, what Auburn people were made of. All right, let's wrap it up with Takeo Spikes. Uh, Hugh Freeze era getting underway. One of his major deals was to make sure he kept Cadillac. Yep. Uh, and so what do you think of the Hugh Freeze signing and what are expectations for the Auburn Tigers this year? Uh, Hugh Freeze signing, I thought it was a very good signing. Uh, alongside bringing new offensive coordinator, Philip Montgomery. His days going back to Tulane and also Baylor. Um, having the type of quarterbacks that we have, Robbie Ashford, Peyton Thorne, inside of that room. So I think it's a lot of similarities of what some of the athletes they've seen in the past. My expectations is going to be a run-first offense in order for them to be successful. That's what Auburn is, and that's what they do before Hugh Freeze and after Hugh Freeze. So uh, ultimately... They just need to fix that, fix the quarterback room. And there's several other things. Went out and got a lot of wide receivers in the portal, but we don't know how good they are until we get a quarterback who can get the ball to them. So I'll be interested in seeing how that develops out over the next month when they hit training camp. He's the KO Spikes, former Auburn Tiger, former Cincinnati Bengals. I didn't even get a chance to talk about Joe Burrow. You know, we kind of got the love for him down in Louisiana. Uh, congratulations on all the success. And again, among those, the best dressed here, always making us radio guys look bad because he's on TV. Uh, appreciate you stopping by 103.3 The Goat. Enjoy the season. Thank you. All right, Takeo Spikes from uh, the SEC uh, Network. All right, let's take a timeout. We got to get uh, John uh, Neighbors in. Uh, from 103.7 The Buzz, he talks about the Razorbacks' expectations. Uh, and then he also talks about, he did a podcast on Lockdown Razorbacks about Ryan Mallett, and uh, he was emotional about him. So we will hear from John next on 103.3 The Goat. Now I stand here helplessly.
Attention small business owners. Looking for new ways to grow your business that won't break the bank? What if I told you it all starts with just two easy steps? Step one, stop wasting precious time and money on leads that are being shared with your competition. Step two, speak with the experts at Town Square Interactive, delivering digital marketing solutions perfectly tailored to your business. You'll get the people and the platform to get in front of more local customers, all for one affordable monthly rate. The best part? No more sharing leads. Your ideal customer will come directly to you. Ready to get started? Go to townsquarelocal.com to use our free traffic estimator and see how many local customers your business could be reaching right now. See why we've been trusted by more than 100,000 small businesses and start growing yours today. Just go to townsquarelocal.com. That's townsquarelocal.com. Try Syntec High Mileage Full Synthetic Motor Oil to help high mileage engines run better for longer. Only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double arm kid carry. Looks like dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. But the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about nine or ten, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease, causing him to spend the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon, especially when he was so little. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part of creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how the Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Pardon us while we butt in with a little common sense. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. Back at SEC Media Days in Nashville, Tennessee, brought to you by Lafayette Roofing and Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International. We're here with the host of Middays on 103.7 The Buzz in Arkansas and a host of Locked On Razorbacks. It is John Neighbors. Are, you, are we allowed to say that, Locked On Razorbacks? Am I going to get in trouble? Uh, uh, no, I think we're good for now. For now. I'll keep you updated on it if I have any other emails. That's what I'm concerned about, the for now part. That's the issue. Yeah, well, hey, listen, if it, if it ends up happening, then we had a great run, but <laughs> and, you know, there's only one Razorback. There's really only one Arkansas team. There's only one Hog. So I, if, if I have to change it, I'm sure people will still have to be able to find me. 
All right, let's talk about it. It's year three of Sam Pittman. Uh, they've obviously improved. All right, little bump in the road last year on the trajectory. I'm not sure I said that word right, but you know what I was trying to say. What is the overall assessment of Arkansas heading into 2023? Well, this is a huge year for Sam Pittman because each and every year that he's been at Arkansas, of course, we know he took over with a horrible situation from left from that person that shall not be named. And he's won three SEC games every year he's been at Arkansas. Now, the 9-4 and four year two years ago was his best year, without a doubt. And it was the best Arkansas season since 2011, since the motorcycle accident. But it's had a dip last year. They lost three games by seven points combined. They lost all those trophy games that they won the year before, whether it was A&M or LSU or Missouri. They lost all three of those last year. And there were some problems in the locker room. Sam Pittman did what he did to change that, to fix it, to get the negative out, to get the positive in. And I think that Arkansas has tremendously done a great job of improving all of those things. And you have K.J. Jefferson. And as long as you have K.J. Jefferson, I think that this is, is, is a crucial year for Sam Pittman because if he does not get better from last season where they went 6-6, six and six, you don't have K.J. the next year. You don't have Rocket Sanders the next year. You're welcoming in two new teams in the SEC. So this is his season to show that, hey, I'm the guy. I, I'm, I'm the dude that can get this done. We're going to go back in the right direction, and you have a reason to believe in me. So what does that direction mean? Does it have to be SEC championships, or can it be what Mark Stoops is doing at Kentucky, just kind of winning consistently without – you know, having that all-time great year. I've always said about Arkansas and the expectations, people ask me this, you know, every sport at Arkansas, I believe you have everything you need to win a national championship, basketball, baseball, everything. You have it all. It's right there. Football is a different animal. I think most Razorback fans understand the limitations, but that doesn't mean they can't be highly successful. Are they going to be a Georgia? Are they going to be an LSU? No. But can they be that team that has seven to eight wins every year and then every three or four years they find a way to get to double digit, 10 wins, 11 wins? Absolutely. They've done that before, and I consider them to do it again for sure. All right, we're talking with John Neighbors from 103.7 uh, The Buzz and Locked On Razorbacks. All right, when Sam Pittman got the job, it just felt like the perfect fit. Like this, is, this was not a stepping stone for him. Others may use Arkansas as a stepping stone. It just feels like it's the right fit. Is there leeway if he doesn't do what is at least the minimal? Or do they make a change? Because it is not the easiest job just because. And when you say limitations, basically you're talking about recruiting uh, in-state is, is difficult. They have to go into the states around them because there's just not as much talent in Arkansas as there is in Texas and Louisiana, so on and so forth. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And I think this year, and uh, barring a disaster, when I say disaster, I'm talking about four and eight. Sam Pittman's keeping his job. Even if they go 6-6 six and six again, he's keeping his job. Now it gets turned up to an 11 where it's like, okay, in 2024, you got to win. And you got to win now or you're going to lose your job. But I think no matter what happens, barring some sort of 1-7, uh, you know, 0-8 conference record, he's going to be the guy the next season. And I think every Razorback fan wants him to be. If, if Arkansas could win a national championship in football, they want Sam Pittman hoisting the trophy. They want him to succeed, but wins are wins, and you got to get them done. Sam Pittman understands that. He knows what it takes to win in this league, and so it's he's going to be fine, but he's got to show us something this year. Is K.J. Jefferson the best quarterback in the SEC? Yes. Not even close. I, and I know that people are going to say Jaden Daniels and all this stuff. Seems like a lot of people are saying Jaden Daniels. Yeah, but I, listen, Jaden's a great quarterback. I'm not taking anything away from him because those are the one and two guys. And my whole argument with K.J. is last year – KJ didn't play in two games, and he was not healthy in one of the games he played. Not an excuse, it's just a reality. And he still had significantly better numbers 
given how many games he played compared to Jaden Daniels. And also, again, no knock against Jaden. He plays for LSU. He's surrounded by five-star elite talent. And not to say that KJ doesn't have great players too, because he does, but it's just, it's a lot, I think it's a, mean, a lot more meaningful when you do it at a place like Arkansas. And he does it on his own. And he does it in a way to, of leadership and in clutch uh, situations. And he's been around a while. So I, I, I believe that with Dan Enos being the new OC, new quarterbacks coach, KJ's going to show everybody this season that he's the best quarterback in the SEC. And I'll even go on a limb and make a bold prediction that he will be a first-round pick in the NFL draft next year because of his success this season. Wow. All right. So we're talking with John Neighbors from uh, 103.7 The Buzz and Locked On Razorbacks. It's a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. We won't give you a preview of tonight's karaoke. We'll save all of that uh, for later. You're welcome. Um, the, the list of senior quarterbacks is a lot. He's one of them. So if everyone is saying, and I'm going by Dane Brugler being everybody, Drake May and Kelly Williams are 1-2, and he's on that list of, there are 20 guys in that senior list, and somehow Jim Nagy is going to have to narrow that down to six for the Senior Bowl. Do you think K.J. goes to the Senior Bowl, and do you think how much that would help him? Because everyone's really fighting for that third spot, you know, and that's the difference between being a 10th pick in the draft and maybe being the 25th pick in the draft. Well, I can tell you this right now. If going along with my same theme of my predictions, the Senior Bowl is going to take the best quarterback in the SEC. Like, they're, they're not going to say, no, well, sorry, we're leaving out the best quarterback in the SEC. So KJ is going to be that. He will be at the Senior Bowl. And I think that he's going to be a highly coveted player from scouts, from NFL teams, because of his physicality, because of his ability to throw the, the deep ball, because of his decision-making that's going to be much more improved this year. Uh, I'm all in on KJ Jefferson. I, and I honestly, and this is another thing too, he has a chance in Razorback fans' eyes if the team can have a big season and he can be the main reason for that, he may go down as one of the most beloved Razorback quarterbacks of all time because he's been here for five years now. He's been a starter for three. He's brought it, he, and especially during this era when transfer portal and NIL, people are getting offered stuff to transfer out of programs to go to, quote, bigger programs. Never wavered. He loves Arkansas. Arkansas loves him. His family loves it here. So uh, I, I think that uh, if he has a big year and Arkansas has a big year, he's going to be the most beloved Razorback quarterback of all time. All right, so we know what his strengths are. What would you like to see him improve on? It's his, uh, his downfield reads. You know, Kendall Bryles in that offense, it, it was very based on getting to the line, finding, you know, seeing one guy that you're going to throw to, and that's your guy, and if not, run or improvise. It, it just is a good offense. I'm not trying to say it wasn't, but to get to that next step as an NFL quarterback, you got to make reads. You got to do downfield reads. You got to have ability to see what the defense is giving you. And I think Dan Enos is going to do that for him this year because uh, he's coached a lot of great pro quarterbacks and guys that have been successful in the NFL. So as soon as he does that, and if he makes that adjustment, that's what's going to take him to the next step. And that's why I feel like he's, he's, he's going to be that guy. And uh, that's really the only thing I can think of as far as a glaring weakness or a glaring thing that he has to improve on because the rest of it speaks for itself. All right, a couple more minutes here with John Neighbors from uh, Lockdown Razorbacks and 103.7 The Buzz. All right, what are some other positions of need that need to be filled this year uh, for Arkansas to have the kind of season that Razorback fans are hoping for? Well, the secondary was absolutely abysmal last year. I mean, it was awful. They gave up 1,800 yards a game, it felt like. <laughs> uh, they were dead last in the FBS in pass defense. That can only go up, and I think that they've done enough uh, in the transfer portal and recruiting to improve that dramatically. 
And so they're going to do that this year, but we got to see it. Uh, the defense, uh, the offense is going to be fine. You got Rocket Sanders, you got KJ Jefferson. Uh, you, the offensive line is always going to be solid as long as Sam Pittman's the coach. You improved at the tight end position dramatically. Varquise Gums, North Texas tight end, one of the best ones in the transfer portals coming in. And in the wide receiver position, you lost a lot of guys, but I feel like you gained some dudes that are really going to surprise some people. So the offense is fine to me, but can the secondary improve dramatically to where they're not getting burned? Can you have linebackers that can make plays without Drew Sanders and Bumper Pool being back there? Can the defensive line, who lost some players but added some big-time key guys, do they have enough depth? It's about the defense. The defense, Arkansas season this year will be dictated between 6-6 six and six and 9-3 and three based on the improvement of the defense. If it's improved, if it's better, significantly better, that's what's going to make Arkansas successful. All right, let's wrap it up here with John Neighbors. I don't know if anyone's made you cry on Radio Row. That is not the goal here. But a few years ago, the Raging Cajuns had an untimely passing of their legendary baseball coach, Tony Robichaux, and I did a podcast. And it's a, you know, when you talk to him about baseball and you get to know him and you, you're shooting the blank with him, it, it's tough uh, to go on the air and, and you know, do a video. And you know, I don't know if it's embarrassing, but you do get emotional. You did the same thing with Ryan Mallett which was really hard, a, a, a really untimely death, you know, 35 years old, uh, gets caught in the riptide. How difficult was that lockdown Razorbacks uh, episode? Well, I'm probably going to get emotional again, just to be honest. But, uh, you know, it had its difficulties because uh, I knew Ryan, and I had just talked to him a month previously just about his uh, coaching. He was a high school coach in Arkansas, and he found his calling. And, he had, you know, he had his struggles. He had his, he had his times where it just – you know, he made bad decisions. But that's not what people are going to remember him as in Arkansas, and that's not what anyone should because uh, I was so proud of him and the fact that uh, he found his calling. And he was so good at high school. Like, he just knows football. He just knows football. And he was so good as a coach. He was so happy. He was the happiest I'd ever seen him. And for it that to happen in such an untimely manner, was devastating to everybody and especially like you know to people who kind of knew him but just you know it, it's the it's the it's the tragedy it, it, losing anybody like that's tragedy but just if you knew what he was doing finally it's that's what makes it so tough and so um but you know we have jobs to do you know we have to go on we have to do we have to talk about what people want to talk about and want to hear from and um i just uh, shot from the hip you know I was like, that's what people want to hear. They want to hear because they're hurt. So I was like, just hit record and see how it goes. And that's what came about it. And I didn't realize it would, you know, blow up the way that it did. And I had people reaching out to me that said that it meant a lot to them, which is awesome. And like, yeah, it was, uh, it was tough. It was tough. It's still tough to even, you know, recognize and realize. Well, his hometown is Texarkana, right? In that area, really small town. And yet him and his childhood buddy, Will Middlebrooks, both ended up in Boston at the same time. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. And then this, I think what made it so much better, too, is, you know, in Arkansas, we get caught up in our little bubble of like, hey, because, you know, we don't have any pro teams. We don't have really any other major college teams. So we know what Ryan Mount meant to us. But to see... Tom Brady, to see Snoop Dogg, to see Pat McAfee, to see the amount of people that, like, he had an impact with and had a friendship with. And I had Greg McElroy on my show the other day, and he almost got emotional talking about him. Like, that to me really showed the impact that he had, not just in the state, but just across the landscape. So many different people he met, he ran into, people that thought so highly of him. 
And I think that was such a cool thing to see uh, for, for him and all the things that he tried to accomplish. Just the amount of people that cared so deeply about him was, was a really cool thing. All right, I may have gotten him to shed a, sheer, a tear or two. That was not the goal. That was not the goal. He's, he's John Neighbors locked on Razorbacks and on 103.7 The Buds. 103.7 The Buzz, always great to see you. Uh, thanks very much for hopping on a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat. We'll talk to you again soon. Can't wait, man. Pre- all right. You definitely uh, had him emotional. <laughs> you did. Yeah, he did. He did get it. All right. Maybe that was the goal. Um, no, he did get emotional. And it's tough. It's still raw. It's really raw, right? It was, it was, geez, it was while I was at home. It was in Turkey, fresh. So, yeah. That, yeah. That just it just happened. It's only happened about a month ago. So, uh, all right. Well, that was a, uh, that's a good day there um, in radio. Uh, Lyndon, uh, Zach Blackerby, Bill Hancock, Tony Sukalis, Kool-Aid McKinstry, Will Shepard, Ryan McGee, Takeo Spikes, John Neighbors. Tomorrow we'll have the commissioner of uh, the SEC, Greg Sankey. We got Frank Frangie from 1010 uh, XL in Jacksonville. Jaden Crumity from Mississippi State. Zach Krantz from WQAM in Miami. Will the Canes make it back? Because, again, they got embarrassed. It's one thing to lose. It's another thing uh, to be embarrassed that the way they were. want to thank Lyndon Burton for doing a bang-up job while we're here in Nashville, Tennessee. Again, special thanks to... Dwight Andrus Insurance, a division of Hub International and Lafayette Roofing for sponsoring our trip here. Three days down, one more to go. We'll be back again uh, tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to a Yacht Rock Wednesday afternoon sports chat on 103.3 The Goat. O'Reilly Auto Parts can help you find a repair shop with our shop referral program. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Spilled your drink? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your night. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At 4 in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Dan Hicks with Paul Azinger welcoming you back to the Healthy Stand Classic and Zing. She has been absolutely tremendous today, but it all comes down 
to this shot. It does, Dan, and you couldn't ask for better conditions. 68 degrees, just a slight two mile an hour breeze and a UV index of three. This is absolutely critical. That is right. This direct exposure to midday sun could be increasing her risk to melanoma. It looks like she's making a change. Yeah, she's putting that putter back in the bag. Now let's see what she takes out. Oh, wow. Looks like she's pulling out a 15. I don't know. Looks like she's going with a 30. Strong choice. She's going to want to use the recommended SPF 30 even on a cloudy day. And notice how she's using broad spectrum sunscreen. And a generous amount, too. Incredible. That was a masterful performance. That was pretty good, too. Stand up to cancer at Optum want to help you reduce your risk for cancer. Visit TakeAHealthyStand.org. Time out. All right. Remember, we're a team that plays together. Listen, the winning will take care of itself. We just have to get everyone involved. In interscholastic sports, we celebrate what makes every one of us unique. And in the pursuit of a common goal, everyone in the huddle, in the bleachers, and in the community comes together. This message presented by the LHSAA and the Louisiana High School Athletic Directors Association. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 TQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette.